0: Hello and welcome to this podcast service for Ascension Day. It's good to have your company as we worship God together. Today we'll follow a slightly different structure for this shorter service. And we'll begin with a prayer in a moment, then we'll hear from God's Word. We'll have a short radio-style sketch just before the reflection. And then after that we'll join together in the words of the Lord's Prayer and conclude with a special blessing. So let's begin. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for this day when we recall your ascension into heaven following your earthly ministry. We know that you promised to be where even two or three are gathered together to worship you, and Lord, we gather to worship you over the internet. We pray that you would quicken our hearts and our minds as we hear from your word and we ask that you would do this by the inspiration and the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Our reading today is taken from the book of Acts and is read by Owen.
1: This reading is taken from Acts chapter 1 verses 1 to 11. He gave them this command, "'Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father had promised, "'which you have heard me speak about. "'For John baptised with water, "'but in a few days you will be baptised with the Holy Spirit.' "'Then they gathered round him and asked him, "Lord, "'Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel?' "'He said to them, "'It is not for you to know the times or the dates "'the father has set by his own authority.' but you will receive the power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. After he said this, he was taken up before their eyes and a cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going and when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside him. Men of Galilee, they said. Why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back into the same way you have seen him go to heaven.
0: Thank you, Owen. And now Derek and Jo are going to perform a sketch for us that sets the scene nicely for our Ascension Day reflection.
2: Up, up and away.
3: Scene one, John and Emily in their garden in Winscombe.
2: Ah, there you are John. I thought I might find you out here. I knew you couldn't wait to play with that rocket launcher you ordered on Amazon.
3: Oh, hello dear. Yes, I thought it would be a harmless and fun activity on a lockdown afternoon. I thought church was
2: good this morning. All about the Ascension. Didn't our new priest in charge put it over in an interesting and humorous way?
3: Yes, yes, very uplifting.
2: Uh, John, what exactly are you looking at up in the sky? Uh, I'm looking
3: for my rocket.
2: And you reckon you can see it up there?
3: No, and that's the problem.
2: Well, how long ago did you fire it?
3: Oh, about two or three minutes or so
2: and was it in this box
3: yes that's the one Uh,
2: with the instruction that claims that it flies up to a hundred feet yes that's right well are you sure you're going to see it come back down again after all this time
3: yes you see it's the law of physics that what goes up must come down
2: Like those shells you put up last weekend? That fell down on Tuesday?
3: It's all to do with gravity.
2: Ah, one of Newton's laws then. Yes. You don't think it might be caught up in a tree or something?
3: Well, I figured that since I saw it go straight up, it would probably come straight down. But did you allow for the wind? The wind!
2: Well, yes, there's quite a strong crosswind today, and it's blowing towards those houses over there. Perhaps that's where your rocket has ended up.
3: Scene two. A little later, John and his neighbour from just over the border with Sanford meet one-to-one, obeying social distancing.
2: Oi, you, Rocket Man, I want a word with you. Oh, great. You've got my rocket.
3: Thanks. Where did you find it?
2: In my greenhouse. Did you say
3: in your greenhouse?
2: Yes, in my greenhouse. Having travelled there by smashing one of the windows on the way.
3: Oh, sorry about that. It's one of Newton's laws of physics, you know. What goes up must come down. Oh really? Well there's another
2: law of physics called Newton's third law. Do you know that one?
3: Uh, i I'm, I'm not quite sure I remember that one.
2: For every action there's an equal but opposite reaction. So, since your action was to break the window in my greenhouse, My reaction is to break the nose in your
3: face. Hold on a minute. There's no need for that. I'm only too happy to pay for any damages. Let me see. Will £30 be enough? I'll put it down there by the gate and you can collect it. Well, I'll have to get a glazier in, of course,
2: and that can be quite expensive. Fair fair enough. Have another 20 quid. I suppose that should cover it.
3: Can I have my rocket back now, please?
2: Only on the condition that you put it back in its box and stop disturbing the peace of a Sunday afternoon.
3: Oh, yes, I will. Don't worry. Oh, well, I'm sorry about the greenhouse.
2: <laughs> Scene three. John and Emily chat over a nice cup of tea in the garden.
3: Next time I launch the rocket, I will have to be more careful to calculate the effect of the wind.
2: Hmm, don't you think it might be a better idea to put your rocket away for a while? After all, the vicar did remind us this morning that we should be witnessing to our friends and neighbours not winding them up into a state of extreme irritation.
3: Yeah, you're probably right.
2: I'll tell you what. Why don't we go inside right away and pray for the lady from Sanford that you've just annoyed and ask God to give you a chance to make things right with her properly?
3: To mend fences, you mean? Or even repair greenhouse windows?
2: Well, given your DIY skills, it might be better to ask God to show you some other approach.
3: That's a good idea, that is, Emily. I'll trust you to come up with some high-level thinking.
2: Just down-to-earth common sense, if you ask me. It's not exactly rocket science.
0: Joe and Derek, that was wonderful, thank you. Um, The only thing about it, I guess, is that it does set an expectation quite highly for the reflection. I think you said interesting and amusing. I'm not sure it will be either of those, but uh, let's give it a go. Don't we just love a good sequel, whether it's to a, a film, a novel or a music album? They're eagerly awaited especially when it's Harry Potter, if you've got kids, or Hilary Mantel. The first creates an expectation. Will the next be as good? What will it be about? And that's exactly where the disciples are at the beginning of Acts. Acts is literally the sequel to the Gospel of St Luke, written by the same person, Dr Luke, to the same person, Theophilus, who was probably a Greek Christian, a new believer or a group of Christians who had recently come to faith. Acts is fast-paced, carries a sense of building excitement and what starts as a third-person narrative switches to personal pronouns like I and we, a first-person perspective and that's because Luke was actually there, gets carried away as he writes remembering what happened he participated in many of the events recorded in the book and is a first-hand eyewitness so does this sequel to the gospel of luke disappoint and can it speak into our situation even 2000 years on well imagine if jesus has phys- had physically lived in our town or our village imagine he does his great work inspires and challenges many receive the truth he speaks and hearts and lives change but he is brutally murdered only to come back from the dead in wonderful miracle way he appears to many including ourselves and then is wondrously taken up into heaven right in front of our eyes how bewildering how could anything we do ever come close to what he did? And what on earth was he doing in trusting the good news that he fought so hard to communicate? In trusting that good news to just about 20 men and women? It was clear that he hadn't attended the diocesan ministry succession planning course. But it would be easy, wouldn't it, to stand around staring up at the sky, kind of paralysed in wonder and awe, perplexed about what we're going to do next. A bit like the man in the sketch we heard. And that's exactly where we find the disciples in verses 10 and 11 of our Bible text. It says this. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here, looking into the sky? Well, we might naturally expect the acts of the apostles to be rather shallow, underwhelming and hesitant. But if we did, we would be wrong think the Apostles, if they were here today, if they could do these podcasts or join in, I think they'd probably tell us that it wasn't so much the acts of the Apostles, but rather the acts of the Holy Spirit. It seems to me they had two things. Number one, they had each other, and number two, they had the Holy Spirit empowering them. They were faithful, praying, speaking out God's truth to those they just happened to meet. In their villages, their families, their friends, their neighbourhoods and those they ventured further abroad to talk to about God. It was the people they encountered on a daily basis, again like that sketch, trying to make amends to the people nearby. They relied on God and the Holy Spirit for leadership, wisdom and inspiration. Hang on a minute, that's exactly what we've got today, the Holy Spirit and each other. We spur each on, each other on in our faith through our house groups, our prayer groups, our telephone groups, through Bible teaching and encouraging each other. And of course with our gatherings, whether that's over the podcasts, whether that's via Zoom or even physically together once again, once lockdown fin- finishes. And we ask God to lead us fill us and inspire us by his Holy Spirit today. It would be easy to stand around in awe, looking up at the sky, waiting for Jesus to do something. But that's not what we're called to do. The angels said to the disciples, pretty much, don't just stand there looking up, get on with it. And the disciples were surprised at what God the Holy Spirit did through them. I think we've been surprised too by the way the Holy Spirit has continued to lead us in lockdown. It's not been easy but who would have said we've been spending three months of 2020, perhaps longer, in a lockdown situation. But we'd be having Zoom services, podcasts, PCC meetings, telephone teams, WhatsApp groups and a new website. What we do in future is different from what we've done before. We see that around us now and what we continue to do as the future emerges will continue to be different for ourselves and for our parish. We know our approach to ministry has to adapt with the times. So we've seen that especially through the lockdown. We're not called to gaze longingly into the past but instead to look forward to where the Holy Spirit leads us because he is present, he is amongst us, and to be open to God moving in new ways. It was the same call that was given to Christ's followers, his disciples, as they stood gazing up in wonder. Just to finish, I'd like to invite everyone to join me in what will be 30 days of prayer beginning at pentecost i'd like to invite you to do that as we discern the lord's will ahead for us as a benefice and as individuals as a community of faith together please pray when you can pray as you go pray from where wherever you are you don't have to get to church to pray. The Lord is with you by his Holy Spirit wherever you are. Pray for the people in our benefice and those around you, the young and the old, that they might hear God's voice and respond. Pray for the leading of the Holy Spirit as we discern the way forward for our benefice in the months and years ahead. For now, let's join in with the words of our Lord's Prayer. and We'll use the traditional version. We pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Well, thank you, everyone who's joined in worship today. And thank you to Owen, Joe and Derek, who've joined in sharing ministry today. And we have a blessing to finish. May God the Father, who has given to his Son the name above every name, strengthen you to proclaim Christ Jesus as Lord. May God the Father, who is our great High Priest, passed into the heavens, plead for you at the right hand of the Father. And may God the Holy Spirit, who pours out his abundant gifts upon the Church, make you faithful servants, of Christ Jesus our King, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you, and all those you're called to love and care for. Amen.